before we begin this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on new episodes. Welcome back to Fan Wonderland, and it's time to fall into hell with a devilish guest. We're thoroughly excited to welcome the incredibly talented and fan favourite from the hit show Lucifer, Leslie Ann Grant. Welcome, Leslie Ann, and thanks for giving up your time to chat with us. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Firstly, the how did you originally get cast as Mazakeen? Um, I just auditioned. <laughs> like uh, pretty much almost everyone, I think, on the show. Um, Tom and Lauren, it was like around the same time, um, you know, everyone was going in and the pilot was getting cast. And, yeah, I went in and, and auditioned. Now, there's been a bit, uh, fan, or sort of, I suppose, a fan theory or fan discussion that as soon as the show left Fox, that it seemed to be very more LGBTQIA inclusive. Was that something that uh, is accurate or was it just Netflix gave you a bit more freedom or? I would say it's the latter. I think uh, there's always, if you watch from season one to three, there's always been um, the, we just didn't highlight it, which in a way is kind of great because you know, it's just accepted as both Lucifer and Mazikeen are into whatever, whenever, and that's just who they are, which I kind of love. We just didn't have a dedicated... I I think Lucifer did, though, have a dedicated storyline about his past lovers, and they were all being interviewed, and, you know, there were men and women, and so people knew that they were um, uh, bisexual. In my case, I'm pansexual, so it's like, I don't... Maze doesn't really care how someone identifies she's, she's into you, she's into you. Um, but I think, yeah, we're sure Netflix, I definitely think is, uh, given us more freedom and, and it was actually something I wanted to have. And I'd, I'd had private discussions with the showrunners about the fact that, you know, we, and even in our crazy small sort of quirky world of Lucifer, we get to touch on really human stories and actual, like, you know, important social issues. And we do it in a way that is, um, fun and light but but definitely meaningful so i i did put my hand up and say you know if if you're going to give her a girlfriend make it about you know we've seen the overly sexualized lesbian relationships Mm. in the past on television it's usually very pornographic like give me a story about love because i think to more like too often uh same-sex relationships are are for whatever reason not really depicted as you know in the same ways that heterosexual relationships are um and um so i was very proud that we we got to do that this season very much and i think that that ties in well to what i want to discuss was with the maze eve which the fans very much are in love with um i noticed lucifer did their own little trailer for it today as well (laughs) i know yeah and i was wondering did you was that as I think some, some people are aware. Was you singing to Eve, was that live recorded? Uh, it was recorded in a studio by myself. And then I, um, I mean, I was singing when I recorded it just to sync it perfectly from a, you know, lip, lip sync it perfectly. To have my lips match the words, I was actually singing when I was, when we shot the scene. But we went into a studio, um, to make sure that, you know, it was clean and crisp and, and, um, and that the emotional kind of tone of where the director and the writer and I wanted it to go was like all on the same page. I think is my initial reaction was, holy shit, Leslie Ann can sing. <laughs> <laughs> 
given my my shows usually do a musical episode, it's like we've known Tom can sing like from the get go, but May's never really got to sing that much. She never got to sing at all. And no. that's why I think it shocked us. We were like, "What?" Yeah, well, it's. I think it's. You know, it was um, really important to Joe and to myself. To we talked about Tom and I doing a song together in previous seasons, but it just never kind of was the right time, and um, and it seemed that the idea of this. I don't know. I just like this was the perfect moment to do it. Um, you know, and and I actually chose the song as well. I think it just worked really well as a season as well because although, yes, we had the nudity, it seemed like, it, even though Netflix is very unfiltered most of the time, it felt like, and you probably be able to slip in on this one, the, the show wanted to keep more Lucifer rather than doing nudity just because they can. And the swearing as well, I noticed. It wasn't like we're not just going to drop fucks here and there now that we can because it's Netflix. It's like we want to drop where it's Well, I think... I feel, think that that would probably feel gratuitous and kind of mm. forced given the nature and like what the show was prior to moving to Netflix. Um, I, I don't know. I think I would feel, it wouldn't feel genuine. Uh, that being said, you know, it, it also does sometimes in a scene when you're acting and you just want to say like the shit that I say at the end where I'm holding, um, uh, Dromos is, you know, DB and I were in the final fight scene and we're holding him up and all the demons are coming and they're holding on to Chloe and I turn to Lucifer and I say, shit, that was ad-libbed, but, but that stayed in. And that, that was like a, it, it was a truthful moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. As opposed to just gratuitous, you know, nudity or, or just cussing for no reason. It remind, reminded me a little bit of like Star Trek where they were swear, but it's not, as you said, gratuitous. It's like it's, it makes sense for the scene rather than, you know, because it's not a fox. You're just like, oh, we can go crazy on it. But it actually did. Exactly. No, I think that's why the fans, myself included, love season four so much because it used utilised the Netflix bit, particularly with the back on nudity, but it didn't go all out on it in the fact that, oh, we're doing it just because we can. And I think that's what made it special in that it stuck to its Lucifer roots, which is really good. Yeah, I think you don't want to lose your core audience, the people exactly, who actually, yeah. you know, made you successful to begin with while wanting to, you know, perhaps gain a new um, a new set of subscribers to to Netflix who hadn't seen Lucifer. And, and we're pretty cheeky in that way, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> so um, it's, um, no, I think the way they did it and they sort of eased people into the Netflix version of our show was very smart and it's obviously worked really well because the response has been pretty amazing. I think it's number one trending in several countries at the moment. Which is yeah, which is great. So awesome. <laughs> and I, also, how did you get it? Have you got a particular way you get into character for Maze at all? No, I play her actually with a lot of humanity and humility. Um you know, she's not, she's, she's a woman who was a fish out of water who happens to be a demon, you know, um, I can't play a demon because I don't know demons. Um, but I know, I do know what it's like to, um, miss home 
and I do know what it's like to have a misunderstanding between a girlfriend who I care about, and I do know what it's like to not feel part of something or to feel like my friend has let me down or betrayed me. So those are all very human feelings, um, and that's really my approach to her. Um, you know, it's it's she's sort of childlike in that she sees things pretty much like black and white, you know, but the, the navigating of the gray areas of humanity is what's so fascinating with her because she's so layered. That's, a, that's actually a good point for, we do take fan questions as a lot of our listeners know. And Annabelle asked, is your character anything like you in real life? Uh, yeah, my loyalty to the people I care about and my family and my protectiveness is amazing. I share that, that, um, absolutely and yeah I'm a, I'm fiery for sure um the physicality of her that's I mean if you follow me on Instagram you know that I'm in the gym and I'm um working out and um and I think that leads you know that kind of helps when I when I do stunt work so yeah I mean there's a lot about her that that is me I just don't torture people for a living <laughs> And Lily asks, what character arc or development would you like for Maze in seasons to come, such as Maze becomes the new ruler of hell in the comics? Well, that would be amazing. Um, I I think I'd really like to see old school Maze and Lucifer. What does is, what is Maze and Lucifer look like in hell? I mean, given where we left off this season, yes. he's got a lot of explaining to do to her because if you remember season uh, – Season two, he, he he promised her that he would never leave her, and then he did, you know. And um, and so I don't know whether she knows that he's gone back. I don't know whether he just he's disgusted with her. So um, I, I'd love to see her in her own in her, her old element, you know. But now, having gained a sense of humanity and and formed these incredible friendships with human beings that she had so much disdain for prior to arriving to Earth, what is torture and how look like for her now? And also, how is that going to impact her with her relationship with Eve? Well, yeah, where is Eve? I don't know if Eve comes back if we get a season five. Uh, I'm not sure that we'll see her. Um, Maybe we will. I don't know. I, there's a lot of questions in the air. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone's hoping that we'll see Maze Eve reunited. Yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, and if it's not Eve, uh, I mean, I definitely love. There's a great character in the comic books, um, Beatrice, who's a uh, she's a human, so she's not celestial, and she is a waitress in Lux. And in the comic books, they have a relationship, so perhaps it's someone new. You know, but I probably would love to keep her, her, the person that she's interested in. Um, I'd love to keep her a woman, to be honest. Yeah, because as you said, there's not really many, as you mentioned, like non-erotic, non-sexual lesbian relationships on TV at the moment. Mm-hmm. But as you said, it's yeah. based on a love story, which is, I think, what made season four so good and that it didn't focus on that. I mean, it had, like, the humorous kiss when they got caught, but 90% of it was, like, Maze flirting with her, singing to her, and her compete completely oblivious. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, um, I think, I feel like we need more of that 
Yes. You know, um, I think for every character, the stakes are really high. Every character was was dealing with something emotional, which is why the season just felt like, you know, every episode you, you, you wanted to binge watch it. There were no fuller, you know, episodes. Um, mm. And... And and maybe not every character got, you know, to shine every single episode, but every character's was... It's like when people say, what's your favorite episode? I'm like, I don't know that I have one because I kind of just watched, you know, they were all just so good for different reasons, you know? Um, but my highlight, of course, is, is finally giving her a love interest, even though she may not have got it, but worthy of her heart. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I also want to note you, as you when you're saying about working out, you're also on the cover of Women's Health, and from memory, you also that also appeared on a big screen in your hometown. If I'm not wrong. And uh, on a and a few billboards back home, yeah, in Cape Town. Yeah, it was that was. Did you know that was going to happen, or was that a bit of a surprise to you? I did not, and it was. The editor sent me, the editor of the magazine sent me uh, the picture, and she said, look at you, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's always nice to get support from back home. And have you, when you said about having a, or with Mace having a girlfriend, is, and I know you're I'm pretty aware you're a very big ally to our LGBTQIA community as well. Mm-hmm. And is there have you have you seen that like acceptance at cons, particularly because I know you've done quite a few cons of late. Absolutely, I think it's one of the best parts about doing those kinds of events, and is the you know the young women and the young the young girls and boys who come up and and who say you know I, you know like Maze I kind of uh, she sort of empowers me to just be myself and a lot of coming out stories and. Um, and, and, and women in general who just like, you know, Maze gives me a voice, but, but those are the things that mean the most to me because it's very easy to forget that our world actually touches people in ways that, you know, is, is, is real, it's real life, you know, for them, even though I'm pretend, I'm playing pretend and I'm, and I'm playing a demon, um, that 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 character and her her storyline is impacting someone in you know Australia or England or Germany or France and you know I've had mothers with with gay kids go you know I encourage my kids to watch your show because they see you and there's so much strength and 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 it's so humbling and 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 it, you know it's a it's a responsibility for me. And so I advocate to the writers and to the showrunners for more and, and, but, but not more for the sake of more and more with a, you know, with, with purpose and with, with truth. And as someone as part of that community, thank you for that. That, may, that means a great deal to us. Oh, thank you. And, and as everyone knows, Lucifer season four is now streaming all episodes on Netflix now. So go watch it if you haven't already. Thank you once again for giving up your time to chat with us, Leslie Ann. Oh, thank you so much. I've been your host, TJ, alongside Leslie Ann Brand, and we'll see you all in the next episode.